0: Well, hey, everybody, I'm Hannah, and I'm with Living from the Overflow, and today I'm so excited because my sister, Tabria, is on the podcast with us today. Tabria and I met through a mentorship program with Charlotte Gamble, and you guys are going to be so incredibly blessed by what comes out of this girl's mouth today. You're going to feel like you went to church, and you're going to feel like the Holy Spirit met you because I absolutely believe that he, he is going to do that. So, um, Tabria and I both have kids at home (laughs) and we are doing our best to, you know, keep the background silent. But if you just hear something in the background, just know that we are mamas who our primary ministry is our family and you are going to see evidence of that or hear evidence of that sometimes. So, uh, before we get too much further though, Tabria, why don't you tell my people what it is that you do?
1: Hello people. I am so <laughs> excited to be here. I am um, totally like, oh my God, she asked me to be on the podcast. Like I am so excited. This is my first podcast. So I am like all the feels right now, but <laughs> <laughs> I am Sabriah Catchings. I am a wife and mother of two. I am originally born in Chicago, but I actually live in Texas now for three years. Um, I am birthing a ministry. I'm birthing a brand where God is calling Um, Me to go deeper into him and I'm bringing others along in this process in this journey on my youtube channel deeper Sundays aren't enough Because we know that a Sunday morning service is not going to get you into a deeper relationship with God You need to know who he is and why he created you in the first place So we just dive in deeper in that uh, I go through I'm actually going through identity right now I went through deeper connections and I went through all the other stuff on my channel. I actually did a 60-day, Who, this was big for me, a 60-day journal of devotional where I got on three times a week and I just talked about, I was going through a 60-day um, devotional of Jackie Hill Perry's uh, Upon Waking," and I just read what she read and gave my little insight and it just blessed me. If nobody else got blessed, <laughs> God, God literally had to break something off of me doing this journey because I was so concerned about how people saw me the image people saw me and he told me to get up at seven o'clock in the morning get on youtube live and just do it and i'm like i don't want to make makeup i want to do the ellen like be yourself and get on here so that just broke a whole different thing off of me and i'm so blessed by it and i'm also um starting a brand identity where i'm telling people you must know your identity in christ and not the image of this world and i live in like I'm like the uh, help club for men commercial. I'm not just the owner. I'm the I'm a uh, customer as well. So like, <laughs> that's the best kind of business. <laughs> like, yeah, I am a customer of this brand because I'm living it. I have yep. lived through it, and mm-hmm. that's the way how God uses us in ministry. We have to go through it first so we can bring other people out Amen. quicker. So mm-hmm. that's me in a nutshell. That's what I'm doing right now.
0: Yeah. Well, I love that. Tell us again what the name of your YouTube channel is the first Sundays aren't enough. Okay, I will be sure to link that yes. in our show notes because you guys, she's so right, Sundays are yeah. not enough. It's like, you know, it's just, I feel it's a, it's an analogy that's used a lot, but I don't feel like you can overuse it. We would never eat physically one meal a day or one meal even a week. Like I don't care what your intermittent fasting schedule may or may not be if you're into that. We would never on a consistent basis only eat one meal a week it would not nourish our physical bodies you know jesus is the bread of life and if we are not being nourished by him by his word through worship time in his presence time with other believers like we're just we're not really going to be very fruitful for the kingdom and so i just i love the heart of your ministry and and what you're doing um I, i can't wait to unpack some things with you yes And so I told Tabria and I've shared with you all that right now we're in a choose your hard season with, um, the living from the overflow podcast. So basically, are we going to choose a hard that is going to enable us to bear fruitful things and be able to, to benefit from fruitful things in our lives? Or are we going to choose a hard that really is making our hard even harder and there's no beneficial fruit to be found. And the passage that this is derived from, I'm just going to read it to y'all. It's from the CSB version. And it's Galatians chapter six, starting at verse seven, which says, don't be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever a person sows. He will also reap because the one who sows to his flesh will reap destruction from the flesh, but the one who sows to the spirit will reap eternal life from the spirit. Let us not get tired of doing good for we will reap at the proper time if we don't give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us work for the good of all, especially for those who belong to the household of faith. And so I just really love this because right off the bat, we're told that we can't mock God. And to me, that means when things are hard in our life, whether it's in our mind, our hearts, or actual circumstances, the very last thing we should be doing is blaming God for them. And the first thing we should be doing is asking the Holy Spirit to give us insight, if perhaps we're contributing to our hard, or are the reason <laughs> for our hard, um, and if there's a different hard we can choose that will enable us to to reap beneficial things in our lives. And so, you know, you talk a lot about identity, and you talk a lot about going deeper in our walk with God. And so, I'm just wondering where that passion came from. Did it come from? Did you have a moment? Where you realize like oh dang i can either keep going down this path and not reap beneficial things or i can learn a new way which is almost always hard so that i can start realizing who i am in christ and what it is he wants for me in relationship with him so is there is there something that happened in your mind in that way
1: yes so let's let's go ahead and unpack this whole story right yeah so i have I am 38 years old i moved to texas three years ago and i did not know it was a guy move right i thought it was oh i'm just building my family i'm giving my kids a different surrounding getting out the uh mundane of chicago life just living trying to be better right
0: did you just call I- chicago mundane yes for me because <laughs> <laughs> this, when you in Chicago, it's just like, people are like, oh my God, you like. It's, it's just so, so funny well. because, like, I don't think I've shared this before, but I grew up on a dairy farm in the country. So I'm like, mundane yeah. is not a word I would ever use to describe Chicago. <laughs> <And> <laughs> but it was I barrier. suppose if you grew up there and that's the rhythm you know. I think that's true for anything in life. Like, if it's the only rhythm you know, at times it definitely hits that category of mundane. So, sorry, I did not mean to interrupt you. No. Okay. It's, <laughs> it's,
1: it's true, right? Like, we, once we get into the rhythm thing, we see it mundane somebody's like, oh my gosh, Chicago, you call it like the big city. Like, no, it's just, you know, it's just that. But, um, so, as I move, God begins to isolate me going through a wilderness season because now I don't have family, I don't have friends, I don't have that connections that I used to have I don't have the lifestyle that I used I'm normally in and I didn't know like why do I feel like this and it was just a wilderness wilderness season I'm like okay I need to like what what lesson I'm not learning because I'm tired of of going around this mountain so he began to work on me he began to call me out of some stuff that I was normally in and living in him that's religiously like I was just going to church because that's what I'm supposed to do I knew him, but I didn't know him in an intimate level. Like, I knew that God can provide, but I didn't know him like that. So, he was like, you need to get to know me more. Like, get in this word. Like, girl, what are you doing? And I've been called to preach. Like, I've been preaching for 13 years. So, as I'm called, I wasn't still getting what I need from him in an intimate way. And that's go yeah. for anybody. We can be in ministry. It's still just surface level living. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God, I'm tired so doing the things being surface level God was still calling me deeper to him and I'm just like okay I'm hearing and I'm trying to jump deep that's a whole two year you know process for me because I still didn't get it like I got closer but I still didn't get it so here he goes giving me the heart I'm gonna need you to leave your job um God what like leave my job to do what like so my identity was in my job. Did not know that, but he, as he called me off of it, as he started to break that thing off of me, I'm like, am I totally dependent on you? Am I really surrendering to you? And in that season, and I'm still in the season because I'm still off my job for 17 years, like I'm still just trusting, I can literally trusting in God. He's, he's breaking me. He's molding me yeah. to a person that I have to go deeper in him because I have no other option. Like, yes. I have no other option but to follow him. So as I was leaving my job, here comes the YouTube channel. Like, okay, God, you're going to give me a YouTube? I'm going to make some money? No. You're just going to get on here <laughs> and go deeper in me. Get yes. people to this relationship because you're going through it. You see the evidence. You see the proof of you getting into a deeper relationship with me. I need you to help others. So, okay, God, I do the do- I do the uh, YouTube, you know. I I'm, I'm a preacher. I can teach. I can get in front of the camera, and in that process, I'm gonna go back because I had started a whole podcast where I hated the way I sounded.
0: It. it girl? Like, hey, this I is this is the enemy. I am like so passionate about this truth. Like, when I realized this, I started seeing everything differently. The enemy, he doesn't just randomly seek to kill, steal, and destroy. It is very targeted, and he comes after us and tries to kill off the things within us that we were destined for. So here, you're a highly gifted communicator, teacher, preacher, heart for the Lord, and here he's telling you, you have a bad voice. The sound of your voice is, is whatever. The sound of your voice is a handicap to people listening to. And like These are the lies he tells us, and it is a direct attack on who you are and who you were created to be and your purpose on this earth. And so like when people are like, I don't know what I was created for, I'm always like, well, what's the meanest thing you think about yourself on repeat? I'm like, because what's the opposite? I'm usually like, whatever the opposite of that is, is most likely what you are created for. Because he's so merciless in that way. And so I'm just like, girlfriend. (laughs) When I tell you I
1: was bound by the image that the enemy was telling me, because I hated how I talked. I did not... I thought I was shy. I thought I was introverted. Like, all of these things, all of my personality traits, I took hold on it and thought that's who God called me to be. Like, girl, you can't even talk. I said, God, you called me to preach? I can't even say SC words. I can't say my tongue. Like, but yet still, I surrendered and said yes. You know, I still mm-hmm. went and did it, but I did not enjoy it because I felt like people wasn't getting it because I talked fast because my words were slow. And then he said, do a podcast. And I'm like, I hate how I talk, but I still surrendered. So in, in this mm-hmm. box, all I'm seeing is a total surrender and then the next thing coming. So as I did the podcast, as I got better with my speak, because we know repetition helps us, but mm-hmm. I got better. I'm not where I wanted to be, where I want to be right now, but I'm better than what I started. So yeah. if you okay, do the podcast, then I did the podcast, then I okay, do YouTube. I'm like, YouTube, I'm okay with speaking. Now you want me to get in front of people? I gotta, you know, present myself in such a way? Broke that off of me. So when I tell you the enemy, like you said, will use that very thing, because when I tell people I was, I'm shy, they're like, girl, you're not shy. I'm like, I don't
0: like convincing people that I'm shy. I know. Like, Anytime I tell people I'm actually an introvert, they're like, say what now? And I'm like, no, I really don't like large groups of people. And they're like, say what now? <laughs> and now I'm like kind of in this identity crisis. It feels like I'm like, am I actually an introvert Lord? Like, am I actually shy? And it's like, we have to be so careful because it's like, I might be introverted. And in that time, that might be how the Lord meets me and refuels me and speaks to my soul. But I got to be real careful that I don't start taking his design and start manufacturing my own self-curated identity that I'm comfortable with that allows me, quote unquote, to put limitations on what he's called me to do. And so it's like I hear you saying like it was really hard for you being trapped in this place of like, I'm not great at this. I'm not good at that. Like my values in my job, my worth is in my job. How the Lord started revealing to you piece by piece, like actually Tabria, I need you to choose a different heart. I need you to start choosing the heart of surrender because the more you surrender to me, the more I'm going to be able to reveal not just my love for you, but how I actually see you and what it is I created you for. Yeah,
1: there's, that's so good I just did a video that said stop letting your preference pull you out of your calling because my preference is yes. I'm not talking I don't talk like I, I want to be in the corner but no God said you're gonna do this and I'm like but I'm not ta-. but what you, what I say you're gonna do like we gotta get out of that oh I'm a the, the size I'm a tourist I'm a Virgo this this is how I should act like no but what if God said that's what he not he didn't call you to be to do mm-hmm. this. be that way so we got to get out of the, what the world image is and start yeah. getting into the identity of who Christ actually said we are. If he mm-hmm. say, I'm going to use your mouth, I'm going to use your mouth. Yeah. So I thought that's the most like, who who gave you this mouth? I said, Lord, I know you gave it to me, but
0: could you give it to me a better? <laughs> <laughs> I literally was just talking to my mentor about this the other day. She's like, I think God has assigned you to do X, Y, and Z. And I was like, um... How's God at taking requests for a different assignment? Because I don't like this particular assignment that you see on me. And she's like, "It doesn't work that way. You need to start praying for the Lord. You got you got to reverse that prayer and start asking the Lord to give you a heart for the assignment He's given to you." And so I'm wondering if you can give like prac maybe two or three practical like, how do you start a Knowing your identity, and then B, how do you start taking s- steps of surrender and courage to walk in it?
1: Ooh, so for me,
0: I I I had to get in this book.
1: I had to bust open that Bible. Get on Google. Who do the Lord say I am?
0: Yeah. Why do we say I? Am?
1: Like I had to get those scriptures. I had to write them down. I had in my prayer time. I'm actually saying I am a masterpiece. Mm. I am called. Yes. I Yes. Like. I had to go down that list each and every day to ingrain that truth in me because God said I am. Like, he didn't call me to be the shy girl. He didn't call me to be the non toxic to person. No, I called you and I made you a masterpiece. Like, a masterpiece? Like, like the masterpiece we, we hold so dearly, the Mona Lisa? Like, God called you to be a Mona Lisa. Yes. Like, I'm always uh, trying to be the, the uh, border of that masterpiece. Like, no. I thought to be inside of
0: it. So like Oh I my gosh. <laughs> I'm like I need I you to just for me be like, you're not the border. You are you are the picture that is framed. Like how often do we limit our identity to something we're more I'm more comfortable claiming that I'm just this little aspect, I'm just this frame. But like the reality is that no, we are the masterpiece. I mean, we are the
1: masterpiece. That's yeah it's once we get that once you get that like god created you he created you like you were not a mistake even if your parents did a one-night stand, even if they did they don't like each other right but you was not a mistake you were here for a purpose. i can go back to my testimony my mama said she was in a abortion clinic with me Mm. like i i'm here for a purpose yeah. Talk, yeah the one who can't talk the one who shut like you're here for a purpose so if if and when you find out what your purpose is mm-hmm. and then yeah. know that god created you for something all this earth right now like you're here for a reason so mm-hmm. ask, ask the god why am i here in the first place yeah. like why yeah. did you even create me but i'm not going out into that because you know when a preacher preach they can preach so <laughs>
0: I love it, I love it. So takeaway number one is get yourself in the word.
1: And if you're not familiar with the Bible,
0: use Google to your advantage. Who does God say I am? What does the Bible say about my identity? Because what I have found for me, and I don't know if this is the order you found your identity in, but I didn't really know my purpose. And I didn't really know my true identity, but the more time I spent with the Lord, the clearer it became. And so we got to be, for me anyways, real careful that we're not, we're not going to the word of God being like, well, I want to be a missionary, right? Or I want to be a successful business owner, or I want, I want to be this, or I want to be that. And God's like, no, actually, this is what I created you for, because otherwise we're going to it for, through a distorted lens. So this is like new to people. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think the best thing someone could do is just get in. the bible and just like even generally who does god say who does god say his children are what do we have access to what strengths do we have um and then from there you can go more specifically so we've got like global and now we want to go local like okay god what are you highlighting here for me what stories in the bible resonate with me what what picks up the pace of my heart and really speaks to to my soul of what you've called me to do. Like, who do you say I am? But if we go with the preconceived notion, I think it's gonna be real hard
1: to hear him
0: clearly and, and in purity. Oh yes, and, and I have coined this quote
1: from, um, I think Dr. Darius Daniels has said it. Until identity is addressed, the purpose will never be accomplished. Like we just, we so big on the purpose Mm -hmm. that we're not looking into that identity. So once we know who we are, then he can give us our purpose. Because if you don't know this thing, your purpose is going to be found in everything that's trending, everything that's new, everything that's upcoming, but not in him. So once we get that and start looking into that and going and asking the Holy Spirit, sit back and wait for the Holy Spirit to answer that. Mm -hmm. Like, who am I? because I when I went through my identity crisis that's why when I asked I said who am I to you god I know I'm your child but who am I to you Do, who, yep. who, who you say Sabrina is to you so once I once he started talked to talking to me in that I, I start to feel renewed because now yes. I know what he's saying and that goes back to just being connected with the Holy Spirit you must that's one of the main things you have to do get connected to that Holy spirit mm-hmm. because he's gonna answer like that's one thing the holy spirit gonna do <laughs> he's gonna answer you when you actually ask him with a heart to hear him
0: yeah uh, and- yeah well it's biblical it tells us in jeremiah 33 call to me and i'll answer you and tell you the great and unsearchable things you do not know and then it goes on to say seek me and you will find me when you seek me with all of your heart and I wonder if you can touch on what it's like to hear from the Holy Spirit. Because some people are like, this is new. Like may, some people might have been taught that they can only hear the Holy Spirit through a pastor or um, a well-respected leader in ministry. I don't really know that there's actually a lot of teaching in the Capital C Church on how we individually hear from the Holy Spirit. And that—that that is also a hard that we can choose, we can learn to become familiar with his voice so that we can become more confident in who we are. So how would you how would you unwrap that? Like how do we know it's the Holy Spirit or how does he talk to us?
1: For me, a lot of people say, you know, not a lot of people. It's a it's a little amount of people that say I can hear God audibly. Like I heard coming in my ear. And if you're not that person, that's fine. The Holy Spirit does not have to speak to you audibly. I like I said, Lord, don't scare me now. Like, you already know my heart. Don't be, So, Sabrina, you, like, I'm going to jump out of my skin, and I'm not going to listen, because <laughs> what? I uh, love you're telling God how not to talk to you. <laughs> like, he know, he know his kids. Like, he know you, when you can handle something like that. Like, you, you ain't spiritual ready for me to be talking to you like this child. So, let me, <laughs> let me not. I'm, okay, God. So, we got to be very careful how we think we should hear from God because you may not be ready for him to talk to you spiritually like that. Like So, for me, it's a sense of knowing it's not me who's speaking. So we, in our heads, we hear ourselves, we hear the Holy Spirit, and we hear the enemy. So we have three people always fighting it in our ears. Now, once you get a connection with the Holy Spirit and you know when the devil lies to you like you have to sit back and you know so so many times we don't sit back and wrestle with that word that we just heard. Like did I just say that? I wasn't thinking about that. Why would I think that? Is this yes. a with God? Like we've got to start taking every thought captive and we don't do that. So once you get in the rhythm of taking them thoughts captive saying, wait a minute, if you're reading a book about Salvation and you over here think about, it, but I can't stand such and such and how she talks. Like, wait a minute. What you know what, devil? You can go ahead about your business and get beneath my feet. Take that thought and put it back into hell. So once you start doing that, you know when you're speaking, you know when the devil's speaking. Now you can understand what the Holy Spirit's speaking, because mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit is an overwhelming knowing. Like, ooh, mm-hmm. I hear you, God. It's the knowing that and it's annoying in me that it's more it's bigger than me it's bigger yes. than what i'm thinking it's like, like you
0: can't you can't ignore it i sometimes explain it to people i'm like first of all let's start very basic all good ideas are from god so if we have a good idea about anything give god credit because <laughs> he's Thank the one he's that. the one who gave you that idea to begin with if your business is succeeding. Thank God for the ways that he's led you, whether or not you've recognized that it's been his hand and his voice upon your life. Because again, all good things come from the Father. And like, I think too, sometimes we think it has to be this like real big, like Hannah, today at 11 a.m. you're gonna encounter someone in a blue shirt and this is what I want you to say to that person. Does the Lord do that? Absolutely. Is that normal for every single person? Absolutely not. I, I think that we we think it needs to be like this level 10 experience when really the Holy Spirit is like, hey, um, you know your friend Sabria? Why don't you reach out to her and check and see if she's doing okay today? Or, hey, why don't you ask this woman in the grocery store, how's your day going today? Or yeah. you're, you're out at TJ Maxx or wherever your guilty pleasure may be. And you see something and you think of your friend and you're like, oh, I gotta get this for her. This is totally gonna make her day or encourage her. You know, it's like those little, seemingly insignificant moments where we're like, oh, that's actually the Holy Spirit talking to me in everyday language, in everyday circumstances. And the more in tune we can be with him and the more we're in the word, I always tell people, I'm like, if you're reading something, you're like, I really like that. Pay attention because the Holy Spirit is speaking to you through the word of God that is living and active. And so I think that the the fear of is this the holy spirit is it not am i overanalyzing it am i not and that often gets in the way of us yes. being able to hear the very simple ways that he speaks to us all day long
1: and he's practical like he's very. not a thunder and bolt type of oh you gotta like he's very practical so very when i when i sense him or like i can okay this is holy spirit let me let me listen to him more carefully now don't get me wrong. We can put so much stuff in in the way, and we, he it's a whisper. Like you can't even hear him anymore. Then that, mm-hmm. That's when you have to get back to next. Like Holy Spirit, you ain't loud today. Like, do I need yeah. to repent? Like, is there a reason, <laughs> Do I need to like because
0: is there someone we, I need to forgive? Like, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. We have but to he's so, so practical. Hmm. So practical, and he cares about us so much. Like, I'm in a really intense season right now with my calendar. And a couple of things this week have dropped off my calendar. And I'm just like, Jesus, thank you for seeing my heart. Holy spirit. Thank you for moving things around to give me some breathing room. And I was trying to reschedule something with somebody who's coming alongside to help me with some technical things. I don't understand. And he's like, I'm so sorry. Does later today work? I'm like, actually it doesn't. I was like, well, we can just push it off. Let's meet. Let's meet next week. And he's like, okay, that's fine. You know And I'm like? I think even that very practical, like, I'm like, wait a minute. I I don't need to force this to work in my agenda. It's not a good time for me. I am at my absolute maximum capacity right now in this season with my calendar. And it's like, the Lord knows that. And he knows the timing of the things that he's laid on my heart that he wants. He's, he's leading me to roll out. And so anyways, I think that when we, when we can just kind of get on that level with the Holy Spirit, not only can we hear from him more clearly, but I think it deepens our understanding of our true identity because we realize that our identity isn't something we do; our identity is something we are, which is a child of God, and God reinforces who we are in the way that He talks to us. And so we go to His Word, and we press into the Holy Spirit. And what else would you suggest we do to go deeper on a very practical, day-in-day-out level to solidify our identity with Christ?
1: Start walking in it, like walk it out. Got <laughs> yeah, to walk it out. Faith that works. Dead. like you gotta live that life if he calls me a masterpiece and I'm over here being still being that border in, in, in the masterpiece like I'm not gonna see the manifestation of being a masterpiece right. so now I right. gotta show up as the masterpiece God has created me to be and not be so um get that false sense of humility because you know I'm just doing this for the Lord and he um, like no I, I'm called <laughs> He has anointed me. I am favored. And I'm going to show up that way because that's who God says I
0: am. I think one of the most humble things we can do, first of all, pro tip, I've had to read it many times, Humility by Andrew Murray. Everyone needs to read it. And make sure you get the updated version of the language or else, I mean, maybe you can read old school English. I do not understand a word of it. But anyways. I think it's exactly what you're saying, humility, and we're air-quoting it because humility is not thinking poorly of ourselves. That's actually a really sneaky version of pride. Because what is pride? Thinking about ourselves. And odds are that if we think poorly of ourselves, we're allowing that tape to play over and over and over. And you guys, all it is is pride. And the Bible is very clear. We confess our sins. Jesus forgives us and we repent and we turn in a new way. And that new way is humility where we literally like, Lord, this is all the crap that's in my heart. I'm going to empty myself out before you. That's humility so that you can fill me. And actual humility is confidence rooted in the Lord. So when we're like, I'm a masterpiece. God says I'm anointed. God says I'm favored. God says I'm dearly loved. God says I'm strong in him. You know, and it's like, whoa, wait a second. This isn't arrogance. This is humility rooted in proper confidence. That's it. Because
1: that's a trick of the enemy, making you feel like you ain't what he called you to be. That's right. I I have lived my life in the sense of a frame for a long time. Like, I'm on your call. I'm, you know, I'm just doing what God says. Like, like, no, I need you to know that you're a cause because when you walk into this room that you feel like you're unqualified for, that you feel like you're an imposter in to show up in your identity. So that's why my identity over imposter syndrome because that's why I speak that because we so bogged down with the lies of the enemy. Like we should not show up who God created us to be. And once the people of God, once Christians start to show up, we need to show up so many more people will be free from these lies like we have lived a life I know I I can't say for anybody else I have lived a life of lies for far too long I have came out of my identity crisis I figured I finally started walking in identity and that's when God started to show me things like this is a whole different level of living so once you get into the Holy Spirit in that book and start walking this stuff out now it's not going to be easy because you're going to want to revert Back to the way of living, back to the way of thinking. But every day, I have to remind myself, "You're you're called for this. You're anointed to do this. He has set you apart for a reason." Like I have to go back into that book, those scriptures I can read. Like it's an everyday thing because the enemy, he's going to attack the very thing that you're trying to do. That's your identity. Yes. Like that's what he's here for. He's trying to take your identity, and once he do that, he know that you will grab hold to every other thing that he's throwing at you. So, yeah. Get into the book. Get into that Holy Spirit. Stop walking this thing out. And as you do, it's going to bring confidence to show up in places that God has literally put you there. Like, He literally put you there for a reason and show up in that space as God created you.
0: Wow, girl. (laughs) I'm like, you guys, the last, like, three minutes of this, just, like, loop it in your ears. I'm serious, because... I, some of you know, I went through a biblically based brain rewiring program about two years ago, and it is exactly, what I love is that the Holy Spirit just told you to do this. He had to send me to a class to learn how to do this. (laughs) You know, and this is like, this is why true humility is rooted in, it's confidence rooted in the Lord. We don't compare ourselves to other people. Um, And so I just love how individualistic the Holy Spirit is and how intentional he is. He's like, girlfriend, I gotta get a hold of you, and this is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna enable you to walk this hard out on the days when you don't feel like saying to yourself, I'm a masterpiece, on the days when you don't really even feel that it's true that you are favored and valued and highly regarded by me. I still want you to choose this hard and I still want you to say it because you are planting seeds in the soil that will someday bear beneficial fruit for you. And like, what I love about when we bear fruit in our own personal lives as Christ followers, if it's truly of God and if it's truly mature, other people benefit from it without us even really trying. It's like, we're, we're this tree with all this fruit on it and other people just benefit from it by being in our lives and by being around us and by being with our family. And it's like, the Lord is so good in that what he does for us, it's not just for us, That that would be selfish, to keep it to ourselves but because the lord is wildly generous he allows the work he does in us to be beneficial to those around us and to the body of christ and i just i'm just really sitting in that concept of like it's not it's not really for me that's really short-sighted and really selfish and prideful that i would think the lord's only going to work on my life for me i think when we can realize like it's not just for me it's for the body of christ it it widens our understanding and I think it's even more empowering and even more motivating as to why choosing a biblical heart is so important and so necessary, especially in our culture today.
1: Oh yes. I am um, I know I had to go through this so I can get other people out quicker. Like yes. you don't have to spend a life for twenty years. if I knew what I knew in my twenties, what I know now. Yeah. <laughs> Everything <laughs> would be different. <laughs> everything will be different. Like, yes. I would have spent years living the life that I lived yes. because I thought I wasn't worthy. Yeah. So, I'm trying to get y'all, get the people who want it, who desires it quicker. Like, i went mm-hmm. through this. God put me through this. Now, we know everything works for God's good, but God put me through this so you can go faster so you can go quicker. So, yes. I know it's for somebody else. Even though it was hard for me, even though it was crushing, even though I was broken in it, I'm going to get you out faster so now I could say, okay, Lord, thank you. I'm living another life. and be good. Like, but no, you're like, girl, if you don't get out here and start teaching this to other people, then my work would not be glorified because now yes. you're just holding the end. So yeah, that's why, just why
0: I- all, all to yourself, like this yeah. cute little decoration on your shelf where people <laughs> can get close enough to you and be in close enough proximity to you and, and they feel safe enough to let you welcome them into that space. Then maybe- if they're observant, they'll notice it. I'm sorry, um, no, that's a waste of God's work in our lives. Yeah, that's it. We it's are a awesome. masterpiece that is to be put on display because it's not not for look how strong I am. Look at what I've overcome. Look at what I've persevered through. It's like, oh no, no, no. Look at what Jesus Christ did in and through me as a living, breathing, real-time representation yes. of His power and glory. So, and
1: I'm gonna leave you with this because I, be, you know, I can go but i was talking about (laughs) that's why we look sis sis listen and we if if we just look at the masterpiece that god created and you know those connected dots we used to do when we was kid, we connect one two three but we don't Mm -hmm. see what god is we don't see the picture yet we just going by the numbers we just you know and that's what god is doing he just hitting the numbers and we like god what is this i don't see nothing Oh, it's going to be good. Like, no, every step, every dot in your life, he's just moving to a different mass. Like, you're you're going to see the masterpiece at the end. Like, yeah. you may never see the whole fullness of what God is doing in your life through others. We just learned about that. It's not that we need affirmation for others. We got to know that we're growing in the dotting. We're growing in the, you know, we're, we're still growing and he's still making us and molding us and making us into something that, is a masterpiece. We got to know. But this is going to be a masterpiece. Like, even in the even in the hard times, even in the times we, we feel like we can't make it and this it's just too much on us. It's still, he's still working. Like, he's mm-hmm. still creating your masterpiece. You're going to make a beautiful masterpiece if you keep on allowing him to, you know, connect the dots. You got to allow God to keep. Because we can fight with him like, God, I'm stuck here. I hate it. I'm in grief. I don't like this faith. I'm going to stay here because this person is gone. I'm going to stay on God 3. And he like, baby, I got a thousand more dots to connect. And you taking years in the grief, years in the bitterness, years in the disappointment. And he's trying to just keep on drawing and keep on showing you that you are created to be a masterpiece. So
0: hmm,
1: just that, allow God
0: to keep moving in your that. life. That is a word for somebody. That was so powerful. Thank you for ending us on that. That was whoo, you guys. This podcast seeks to equip, inspire, and encourage. And I would just really challenge you, if you do not feel either of those three any of those three things in this podcast, maybe ask the Holy Spirit if your ears are close to him. Because girlfriend, (laughs) that was powerful. So would you would you do the honor of closing us out in prayer today? Oh yes. And I thank you again for allowing oh.
1: me to be on your podcast. I know that I pray that your ministry will be blessed, that God show himself of, of, of a good Father to you. I, sh- I pray that your ministry bless the women who needs it. Mm-hmm. I pray that your ministry will grow beyond your understanding because mm-hmm. God is going to do such a great thing because your heart is right. Your heart is pure wow. for him. And he's just, he's just, he's still creating like it's just in the the stages of this masterpiece for you and god is going to bless you tremendously as long as you keep him focused your focus on him your ministry on him your downtown on him all the things that you may need to do he said i am still creating something that's going to blow your mind i'm creating this wonderful work of art that For years to come, for generations to come, they're going to see, look look what Hannah is. Look how Hannah blessed us. Look at the masterpiece that God created in her. So I just want to encourage you on today. I cannot leave out here without encouraging us, because God is doing something great. I can't wait to see your journey. I can't wait to connect even more on different things, because God is in the work of divine connections, and I thank you. So let me do what I'm supposed to be doing. Well, <laughs> and,
0: thank you so much. That was very kind.
1: <laughs> thank you. And, and pray us out. Heavenly yes. Father, we just thank you for this time that we was able to sit across this platform to just talk about identity. Talk about the hard truth. Talk about you, God. You are such an amazing God that we just love you, God. We just adore your holy name. We give you honor. We praise you because you are great. Thank you for being a good father to us. Thank you for allowing each and every woman to take something from this um, podcast and equip themselves with your word, equip themselves with your identity. As they go through the book and look in, look for you in their identity, as they connect to the Holy Spirit and started to work this identity thing out, bless them Lord God bless them so much that they are rooted in your their identity in you Lord God we just thank you for the lives that's going to be changed the messages that Hannah's going to get all of these things because now we have different women walking truly in their identity I thank Mm -hmm. you and I praise you in Jesus name I do pray
0: amen. amen Amen. Holy cow girlfriend. We are definitely gonna have to have you (laughs) back again if you are willing. (laughs) Of course, anytime. Um, anytime. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, Miss Tabria, thank you so much for joining us today, and we'll catch you all next time.